The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. For one Henrico County woman, the recent attempt to ban abortion in Virginia after 15 weeks is personal. Martha terminated a pregnancy she desperately wanted at 23 weeks. VPM News is only using her first name because she fears retaliation from her employer for speaking about her abortion. Here's her story. The day I found out I was pregnant was the day before we moved into this house that we're sitting in. And it was the week of Christmas in 2021. I had COVID around week six of that pregnancy. And I had a high fever and I didn't feel like I could take Tylenol to reduce the fever. And that's what we're thinking caused the birth defect. There were no blood tests. There was nothing to warn us about what was going to happen at our 20-week scan. We went completely cold, not knowing that that was going to be the worst day of our life. There's an ultrasound tech, and then there's the person that comes in to diagnose, and she handed us the tissues, and she said, your baby is not going to be able to walk unassisted. They're not going to be able to urinate unassisted and it looks like there's already fluid on the brain. Lynn had spina bifida, and it's a neural tube defect. So early early in pregnancy, around week six, that's when your baby's neural tube is closing and is very susceptible to a fever or a hot bath. We found ourselves staying at a Ronald McDonald house, going to UNC in North Carolina for further testing to see if we qualified for the fetal surgery. And we're learning more in that week about spina bifida and the statistics that went along with that and the statistics for the fetal surgery and everything was starting to add up and we were getting a really clear picture about what her life was gonna be like. I joined support groups for spina bifida moms and just became really familiar with her diagnosis. They're spina bifida children who have had 42 surgeries before age seven. We went back and forth multiple times a day deciding, of course, we're going to bring her into this world. And maybe we shouldn't bring her into this world because we know what we're signing her up for. And this just doesn't seem fair. We had half a pregnancy. We had half a baby room set up. Her due date was seared into our brains. She was a baby. We loved her so much at that point. Still do, still do. I remember hanging up the phone with the place I had the termination, which was MCV. And I took my daughter to the botanical gardens. And I walked around with her in my belly, talking to her for about four hours. Her dad and I got engaged there and we got married there. And I feel like I said goodbye to my daughter there. I imagine politicians sitting there with a list of diagnoses and having their bias put in to sort through 
which category is acceptable for a termination for medical reasons, but they're not going to be the ones to have to deal with the consequences afterwards and have to see their child suffer. The parents who decide to have their spina bifida children, it's an act of love. And it was an act of love that we chose to say goodbye to Lynn. But it's it's an act of love either way. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.